Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
what that is. That is the good old intro music for the Scoop Radio Show. It is Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, and we are happy that you are here with us tonight. We have a really great show uh, in store for you. This is actually our last live show for 2018, so you know we brought a little fire starter. We got a little hot topic. You know, we, we wanted yeah. to go out with a bang for that good old end of the 2018. And we are going to leave you on that good foot because we are talking about forgiveness and the necessity in our relationships. Um, and y'all know it's not just romantic. We always talk about the platonic and just our day-to-day uh, relationships with those that we love and interact with. So. Um, we have a really great show, and when I say we, I mean Win and Kel. So I'm gonna go ahead and swing it to Kel's first because I went to Win first last week. So how you doing, sis? <laughs> I good okay. I, I want to shout out my live for being on here, being on time. Uh, okay. <laughs> they just typed on time, and uh, yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> I've been home all day. I had a little had some issues with my. With my hands, but I'm feeling better and ready to have a good time with y'all for this last show for the one time. For the one time, <laughs> <laughs> right? Shout out to the live before I go to win. Uh, Kel's reminding me I got some business to handle. Um, you all know that we are an interactive show. We like to hear from you, especially on topics like we have tonight. So we always invite you to give us a call. You can call us to share your thoughts at nine two nine four seven seven. Two three zero four. Press the number one to let us know you have a comment that you'd like to share. Then listen for the last four digits of your phone number so we know you want to holler at us. Um, also, share, share, share. I am on the Scoop Radio Show uh, on Facebook, so you can always share our lives because it is public. Winfred is also live right now. Winfred Burns the second used to share his live, and Kels Johnson is also live. So you can go ahead and share her live. So you have no excuse not to share this hotness with your people. All right. So now I can go ahead and say hello to Win. How you doing, sugar? <laughs> Listen, before the show starts, I just wanted to let everybody know um, that I am the real king of R and B. So this. <laughs> So we gonna settle. We gonna settle that right now. I don't know who this young man is who thinks who thinks uh, he know what he's talking about, but I am the real king of R and B, and I just wanted to end that debate right now. <laughs> Winfred is the real king of R and B. It is the panda, 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 panda. <laughs> and if you listen to the like end I of it, if you, listen to the, if you listen to the end of the show, you'll get a chance to hear me sing, so you'll understand what I mean by the end. <laughs> Wait for the outro piece. Right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta listen to the end. You gotta listen to the end. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So now that you've said our hellos, I'm going to go ahead and hush my mouth and let win. Go ahead and get to the news because we have got some uh, pretty hot, some pretty hot topics. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, we got news. some pretty pretty interesting news tonight. All right, first up in the news, in scoop news tonight, Kevin Hart. So our favorite, one of our favorite comedians, Kevin Hart, is in trouble. Um, he, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, um, resigned from hosting this year's Oscars uh, because of some homophobic tweets that he did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So the article says, first off the news, Kevin Hart is slated to host um, the 91st Academy Awards. The comedian, actor, and producer is now the center of controversy, controversy, and rightfully so. 
homophobic tweets from Heart resurfaced after Benjamin Lee, an editor at The Guardian, posted a screenshot with the caption, I wonder when Kevin Hart is going to start deleting all his old tweets that also included screenshots of Hart's now deleted tweets. Um, the story goes on to say in Hart's tweets, which date back to 2011, the comedian's flagrant use of homophobic slurs is excessive. In one tweet, Hart expressed that he would break his daughter's dollhouse over his son's head in the event he saw his son playing with it. Lee wrote about unearthing uh, Hart's tweets in the in the piece. In uh, in, two, in 2010 special, Seriously Funny, Hart said, one of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. That's a fear. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. Be happy. Do what you want to do. But me... Being a heterosexual male, if I could prevent my son from being gay, I will. Now, with that being said, I don't know if I handled my son's first gay moment correctly. Every kid has a gay moment, but when it happens, you've got to nip it in the bud. So, I got a couple. I got a couple things. I got a couple things about this. So first of all, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ask. Should there be? First of all, let me ask: Was Kevin right? Number one, and then number two, the question I want to respond to is: Is there ever, um, like, how how do how do we handle this? Was how should somebody handle this? Because I mean, 2011, 2010, how should this be handled? Yeah, I'm, we'll start there. Kels, I'm gonna go with you first. Um, I mean, why bring it up, all? Why you bring it up all? He's just 
let it alone. Yeah, I'm I'm in support because you know I'll go long winded on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I say he's good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I I I had no issues. I just I'm like, man. First of all, look now every I just want to say that from now every day I go through my Facebook memories. <laughs> I do. Because I got some stuff in there, and it's not about homophobic Ooh. stuff, but I surely would mm-hmm. now go back and be like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Let me delete that just in case. Like, I, I have no, I, I have no, uh, I have no, 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 no idea about running for office or anything like that. But just in case, because you know, when I blow up, I don't want nobody suing me. I don't need no problems. I got some stuff. Look, I saw one on there about my ex-wife. I was like, yeah, let me delete that. I don't need no issues there. <laughs> I said something about, look, I said something about, like, somebody. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I, I got some ex-girlfriend stuff. Then let's delete that. Uh-uh. So, no, so to that, so <laughs> question to, to you on that. So how much room do you give yourself along the Winford Burns story for growth? Because, you know, oh. Kels and I, quite a few of our listeners know you, and we know that there's not much that you could really need to be deleting, <laughs> in all honesty. But in your long, you know, in, in the end, when we're writing your memoirs, and it's, you know, 40 years down the line, and we're talking about the Winford Burns story, how much of that are you wanting to edit in advance? And how much oh, of that I'm is going mm-hmm. See, when I'm gone, when I'm gone, first of all, I want y'all to say the complete full of us. I just want y'all to tell that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't care okay. at that point. I, I, like, Kels, you, Kels, I even give you permission to tell the Langston stuff that I don't want nobody to know about. You got, y'all can tell all of that then when I'm gone. Okay, so you wow. saying you delete your memories from your timeline, but we could keep ours on ours. Facebook, who sent you? And why are you bringing up this old stuff? Like, I need to get offended. So I need to start going. I need to, look, and I don't even go all the way down. I just see, like, the first, y'all know I got ADD when it comes to social media. I see the first couple of memories. Like, oh, that's cute or no. I don't never think about going through and deleting or anything like that. So. No, now I'm looking. Because just, I, I think it's just, I think it's just what it is. I think we live in a time where, you know, stuff is just, it's just, it's, you know, you got to be careful. And I'm not, again, like you said, there's not a whole lot of stuff on it that I'm I'm writing anyway. I save all my good stuff for my private conversation. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, everybody. an archive. <laughs> Burns said no, Burns did not prove it. You said, uh-uh. You lying. You lying. Winfrey. Winfrey. Yes. I had two comments on my live. Well, one comment was talking about the article. And uh, Miss mm-hmm. Larissa said uh, media will allow you to find anything, and it can be cut through at times. But Tay Jones mm-hmm. wanted me to ask you: Is it okay for us to post a step show? Yeah, y'all can y'all can post Kool Aid Man. Y'all can post all of y'all can do all of that after I'm gone. Y'all can do that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Tay. Yeah. I'm so intrigued by Kool Aid Man. Like, I want to know yes, what that's all about. I want to wait till. No, I don't want to. Somebody, I'm telling that to. Uh, I'm telling that 
telling that to Bud Seed, Bud, the Bud, whatever that is. Soon as we make it, cut. give me a cut. <laughs> give me my cut. <laughs> Kool Aid Man was on point. I don't care what. <laughs> Kool Aid Man was on point. Because I got yeah, the visual. Holly is the keeper of all archives, so I know she's gonna come out with something. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. All the same. Y'all can talk about how, how y'all can talk about them club multi days. I'm okay with all oh, of that. Oh, Lord, Y'all can talk about <laughs> all of that. All of that. <laughs> all right, next story. Let me go to let me go to the next one because we um so so I don't get in trouble with time. Um, sex trafficking uh, survivor Centoya Brown. So according to this article, the Tennessee Supreme Court ruled that former sex slave Centoya Brown must serve 51 years in prison before she's eligible for parole. In 2004, mm-hmm. 16-year-old Brown killed 43-year-old Johnny Allen after he solicited her for sex. Brown says she killed Allen in self-defense because she thought he was reaching under his bed to get a gun, reports the Tennessean. During court proceedings, Brown talked about her rough childhood and said she was a victim of sex trafficking. The prosecution urged, uh, argued, excuse me, she went home with the older man with the intention to rob him and pushed for her to serve more time in prison. Brown, who was in, who has been in prison since 2004, was charged with first-degree premeditated murder and first-degree felony murder and tried as an adult. Wow. In 2006, she was sentenced to life in prison. Brown's lawyers challenged her conviction in 2012, arguing her conviction was unconstitutional because of her age at the time. They cited a Supreme Court decision which determined life sentences without the possibility of parole was cruel and unusual punishment for a minor. Brown's case is pending with the Sixth Circuit of Appeals, which asked Tennessee's highest court to weigh in on the situation. Yeah, so tell me, this is crazy to me. Um, absolutely crazy to me. Um, yeah, tell me what you think, Q. I'm going to start with you. I want to know where they got the story that the whole robbing him and all of that story from. He's a mm-hmm. dead man, right? Like, where yes. did that story come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, what evidence do they have of this was just was just this story that they came up with? Um, I, I, I want to know where that's coming from. But aside from that, um, this is ridiculous. Yeah. 51 years. She's 30 years old right now. She's already yeah. been in jail, you know, for Four all years. her adult life. Yeah. Yeah. She's 30 years old. Yeah. So, you know, and to know that she has to be there until she's at least 51 before she's even considered. That's not even saying, okay, you're good. That's considered. And this is going to be considered by a parole board that convicted her for life at 16 years old. Really? And yeah. she's only got nine years left. They're going to say, what's nine years? Um, I'm interested in the, the traction that this is getting currently. Um, I don't know if she's up for a cur- appeal or something like that, why this is coming up again. Um, but I'm glad that it is. Snoop, Rihanna, and who else was it? Snoop, Rihanna, and um, uh, LeBron James have yeah. tweeted about it so far. And, yeah. you know, so- when... when when the people talk, <laughs> sometimes so things can happen. Actually, but I don't know how that moves in Tennessee. Okay, she'll actually be sixty-seven. She will, she 69. was sixty-seven, sixty-seven or sixty-nine by the time she can get out. 69. So fifty-one, yeah, she was sixteen. It's just that's fifty-one years total. Okay, fifty-one right. years total. Yeah, mm. that's that's absolutely. 
Yeah. Absolutely asinine. Mm. Absolutely. How much how much we gonna put this how much we gonna put this lady through? Yeah. She was already a sex trafficking victim. Like where's the just where's that? Where, where are we gonna deal with that part? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, Kills what you I was reading on one of my live comments, uh, Ms. Larissa says the defense made made that story up to make him look like he was a victim. This is sad a sad case of child sex crimes. And I was I was really gonna that's what I was gonna say. Like that is it's it's almost unmanageable because you just think about all of the cases that you hear mm-hmm. in the you know, in the media and how people get off some, some crazy things that we have an obvious victim here who fought for her life and is getting railroaded. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can't help but think that it's a it's the same case of just racial bias in these cases. She was 16. They were saying even a life sentence. They have a precedent that a life sentence for a minor is is cruel and unusual punishment. Mm-hmm. And they still they're still able to do this and and I mean just I don't understand. You think they have more compassion if they have evidence that she was a victim mm-hmm. um, of this crime? I mean, and the evidence is how old he was and where she was, and you know you only get right. to believe her. I'm sure they have right. a chance to see that she was raped and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, Stavia, my last says heartbreaking. Our criminal justice system is broken. I agree. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with it. It's it's absolutely utterly ridiculous. Oh, so you know how earlier before we move on, I'm gonna make it real fast just to show some contrast. When I said earlier that Snoop um, was supporting this, he had posted Mm -hmm. a side by side meme um, that said 51 years for gaining the courage to kill the pedophile she was sold to after being sex trafficked her entire life, and this shows. Um, Centoria in her cap and gown graduating after she's been incarcerated. On the mm-hmm. right side it's got six months at the top of it with, um, I don't even remember just Asshat's name but it says rape of an intoxicated person rape of an unconscious person, assault with intent to rape an intoxicated yep. woman rapes an intoxicated woman with a foreign object, sexually penetrating an unconscious person with a foreign object six yep. months Yep. Hmm. and then yes yeah. yep. The judge said no. he couldn't handle the judge, and in that case, the judge said he couldn't handle being incarcerated. Yeah. <laughs> but a sixteen-year-old girl can. Kelly Kell on my live says, "I watched a documentary about it years ago. Color, gender, and age all played against her, in her opinion." Yeah. Wow. And I, I didn't look to what I didn't look to see. To Kelly's point is, I wonder, I wondered as I read this, what her representation. Was what did she have a public defender, or right. did she right. really have good, represent, uh, good representation in order, yeah. you know, to help her? So now that everybody's paying attention, I do wonder, you know, what the pressure is going to be. She was looking. I read this. I was like, somebody, somebody call Kardashian and tell her to go talk to to. Uh, okay, I, 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 <laughs> y'all better call Kim Kardashian and tell her to and tell her to go talk to the orange man. Right. Yeah. But apparently she got apparently look, apparently she got a uh, she got that in that hookup, so mm-hmm. right so through the I, door. 
Yep. And it's Christmas it's time. Right. Last but not least, let me get to this real quick. Um, apparently, this is so funny. Apparently, she says the title says Jesus must have said no because Michelle Williams and her fiance Chad Johnson are no longer together. Uh, for those who don't know, that's the title of that's the title of her song. Um, but we talked. About, I think we talked about this what last week um, mm-hmm. about their relationship. Um, but Michelle Williams broke up with her ex fiance uh, Chad Johnson, the former Destiny Child member, announced her separation. Uh, from the pastor on Friday via her Instagram story, according to People Magazine. Williams, who released her single Fearless on the same day, I just want to say that to release your single on the day that you broke up is is, is beastly. That's a beastly move, but anyway. Um, yeah. She's waiting to burn. I still remain fearless. I guess I'm, I'll remain single. Things didn't work <laughs> out. The healing that needs to take place is a must. I didn't want to destroy another relationship. Um, blessings to him, his family, and ministry. Um, what y'all think? I'm, I, what what y'all think? Y'all go ahead. I've only heard about their story. I didn't watch their show because I, when I was seeing like the coverage, I thought it was just like I thought they were on that show, uh, Real Love or Love Story, whatever. Where they had the couples on there talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mama. So I thought it was that stuff. I didn't know they had their own show. Yeah. You know, I really don't have an opinion about it. From what I gather is she was kind of, she seemed kind of cuckoo. Like she had some mental issues from the couple of clips I've seen mm-hmm. um, that she needs to work on. So, I don't know. But I, I will say this. I mean, not to be uh, not politically correct, but her boy, he looked black. And I didn't know he was a pastor. Mm-hmm. He was white. I thought he was black. I thought he was mixed. I'm very light But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I just never been a big fan of Michelle, so I was like, I, you know, when she came out with a show, I remember buying her gospel album, and I wasn't impressed, and I just mm-hmm. never really paid that much attention to her. Sorry, Michelle. I think it's interesting how she's trying to Taylor Swift this thing because that's what I see this as. Um, so do your thing. Um, I want to, I wonder how many of the sh- songs on the new album are <laughs> somewhat roundabout related to this year's situation. Because uh, mm-hmm. that'll be very, very interesting. Kelly Kells, I didn't watch the show, so I have to agree with Kells. I don't really know a whole lot about it. I've only seen clips that have been shown on the internet, and then of course when we talked about it, as far as the whole um, you have to be black to understand comment and him right. asking her right. did she take her meds and all of that. Um, right. <laughs> um, so Kelly said the shit was over before it ever said sell. She only watched one and a half episodes, and it felt disingenuous to her. And she said she also didn't really follow the timeline. She told Carrie a long time ago he looked like a white skirt, a, a white skin, a white what? skin black guy, oh. a white skin black guy. I was not That's supposed to read. That's funny. 
I'll read our comments to myself next time so y'all can hear them clearly the first time. At least first. <laughs> no, only, only Kelly can. Only Kelly can. That's my girl. <laughs> but yeah, that was all right. I don't know if God had any, you know, this one was just one of those things, I think. This was one of those, you kind of watch it and went, mm-hmm. you always side eye this one, in my opinion. I always side eye this one. That's me. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> yep, all right. Well, that was the news. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, so this this segment was brought to you by the Level Up Conference. Um, the holidays are here, and have you taken the time? Have you taken the time to spend a great Christmas for everyone else? But why don't you get yourself something that you will enjoy? Get yourself a spot at the 2019 Level Up Conference. At this conference, you will be given the tools you need. You'll get the training you wanted, and you'll meet people who can help you level up your faith, your family, and your finances. Register today by going to www.levelupchicago.com. VIP and general registration tickets are available. All right. So tonight we've got new music. Uh, Actually, all of our songs tonight are are new. Uh, So this first one is called, yeah, this first song tonight is called Pillow by L Smooth featuring uh, Shyla Vaughn. After this, Kels is going to drop for us the Food Nation Hot Topics, so hang on. We'll be right back after this song, Pillow, by L. Smooth, featuring Shia LaVon. <clears throat> Weapons act tougher than Teflon Where matter of fact this whole state is Buy your plane ticket, fly to Oklahoma Might just find the greatest I ain't afraid to say it Handful of Ali and Cassius Clay Superstar in the night Employed during the day But MC's gotta get them green back some way Cause downloads look good on my screen But don't put food on the plate But anyway, I improvise adjusting the depth Hit you with a thousand pounds of pressure But left, which is boom back Who's that? Crews left, dudes back Business intact, so it's only right that I impact The movement in the street Hip-hop is still a beast You an original career Only lasting a few weeks Vigilante Smoother than 96 R&B But ain't feeling like Jodeci To get people to notice me I'm giving you my all And never fall But what have I done for you lately? For you lately Right, you're gone, you're right To have you vibing out like crazy I'm passing out pillowcases, baby I'm passing out pillowcases, baby I'm passing out pillowcases, baby I'm passing out pillowcases I'm talking that raw man, that Eddie Murphy, a stand up guy, but they know you're being told. Lo and behold, an artist from the old just might be going go, but that ain't my concern. I'm more concerned with seeing my son prosper, not working at restaurants, cooking pasta, PhD with a master's degree as an athlete. Pay your ticket fee to see him do his seat. That's things for your slow heads, you losing brain cells. In my hood, you think you're near the ocean, cause you see shells. Oh well, this is what I dwell. Comfortable 
as hell A cooler than air conditioning in Antarctica While we're in Antarctica, I sell I didn't mean hell is comfortable You thought so? You need a doctor Huxable Don't fluctuate, but flexible Never standing next to you I'm treating beasts like I drive my cars blind Wrecked a few I'm giving you my all and never fall But what have I done for you lately? For you lately
was what I read in post. I was like, what is? Why is everybody talking about this post? And why are we even talking about this text? I'm like, it's good morning. Yeah, after hearing the background and then hearing other women chime in on similar situations, it seems like to me that the perception is that this is a line some men use or that it's not genuine or that some men are just sending this text without any other conversation. Mm-hmm. Either they're sending it daily or they're not sending it with any more engaging conversation, um, you know, after. So I was like, I can kind of see that side because I have friends who, you know, we laugh and joke about men who just send WYD texts all day. Like, they say, yeah. what you doing? You doing what you doing? And then they, you know, don't say nothing else in the next couple of hours. I mean, I had a chronic WYD person text me. I'm like, dude, I can't <laughs> On my way home, you can get a text that says WYD. Like, come on, man. So I'm like, I can kind of agree, but yeah, initial thought is, yeah, what you tripping on? What about mm-hmm. you, Q? What did you think when you first saw it? My first comment, and actually my only comment, and then I turned off notifications because I knew where it was going. <laughs> like, real time, the, the, I knew it was going, you know, going live because I saw the number go up, but I did not go back there after that. But I said it's worked before. And um, I didn't really give a whole lot of context to it because I low-key knew where she was going with her caption, with the text. Um, and then the other women filled it in for me. But y'all know I don't get a whole lot of good morning beautifuls aside from the ones that I get from my husband and we say good morning in person. But I've had many, many friends um who have said that that good morning beautiful and then it's like and straight up <clears throat> I have a lot of male friends who send yeah. mass good morning beautiful thinking of you text like mm-hmm. ad nauseum. They've got even the lunch. How's your day going, babe? Text. They have to go out. Just to follow up because they've listened, okay, to the, to the good morning and drop off the face of the planet messages. They've heard us, ladies. They've leveled up, okay? <laughs> so, they following up in the afternoon to make sure you ate, okay? So, just saying. Women over there, he's over there cracking up because he don't, yeah. he must have, you must have used it. Yep. Yeah. Not in the I college. Mean, it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Oh. <laughs> That's why we went on that day. That's why. That right there. And all the men was acting yeah. like we were doing so hard and tripping because no. no, we know. We know. No. Y'all this stop it. Fine. But this, there's a reason. There is a reason why. Hold on. I, so let's, okay. Go ahead. What did you say, Kel? So I'm just saying, see, that's how, that's why, you know, men get on here and they start going off about, oh, this is silly. This is, ah, y'all tripping, blah, blah, blah. But in the back of their mind, they know. No, no, no. That's not why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because, so look, okay. I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing. Y'all want to y'all know, so here, this is why I'm laughing. Because the reason, first of all, men didn't wake up one day and just go, I think I'm going to start sending good morning texts. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think good morning texts. I think good morning texts is something she's going to, no. What happened was, one of y'all saw it 
on probably I'm, I'm gonna guess it was either a movie. It was, it was either a Tyler Perry movie. It was um, the Young and the Restless or some some lovey dovey book. And somebody said it would really be nice to start getting the morning text because I know that that means that you the I'm the first thing you think about when you wake up. So you know what dude said? If that's what she likes, that's what that's I'm what gonna I'm do. do. Mhm. And it start and and then and then and then I'm just gonna use you two for example. Q, you started getting them from your man, and you and you liked them, and you told Kells, and Kells one day was talking to her guy and was like, you know, Q gets good morning texts, and that's how she know her man. Like this is the first thing he he think about when she wake up. And so Kells' man said, well, hell, I'm gonna start sending her good morning texts too, so she know. That I'm, and then it went to the next first and the next person. And now, every man in America is sending good morning texts because that's what y'all want. So it's y'all fault is my point. So y'all can't blame it on us that we send good morning texts when it's what y'all I mean, like. I, I, I have something to say to this, but I'm going to let you go ahead. Uh, I, mean, I, I want to get my live comments in. Tay uh, mm-hmm. says, it is a line sometimes I've had this sent out to me with like 10 other females. Yeah, I've had that done where you see the other text messages. Oh, I almost said something. Dude, you done sent a mass text message with the same. At least separate the messages down. Like, how dumb can you be? I done leaked in. Oh, oh Lord. I should be sick. Thanks, Tay, for your comment, but I should have seen that. Um, then it says, but I'll say hello. She says, I'll say hello or not respond unless I'm bored and I'll entertain it. Um, Halima says, I don't think anything of them. I really do get a lot of good morning texts and from friends and folks who never made advances, and I would be shocked if they did. So that's just a couple of, I want to get those, those live comments in. Go ahead, Keith. Uh Kelly said, good morning, beautiful, is not the same as what you're doing. Um, that was her comment that she said when we first started this. <laughs> Um, which is, which is, there's some truth to that. Now, true. when yeah. to your little explanation that you just gave <laughs> as to it being our fault as to why you send the good morning text, no, there is a huge in learning a skill and applying that as a tool, like a very specific screw that you like a screw head or whatever it is that y'all use that you got to take out for a specific job. Mm-hmm. As opposed to your favorite hammer that you beat the hell out of everything with, and every time something breaks, you go to it with your favorite hammer. That's what good morning texts are becoming. Your favorite hammer. Stop that. Don't pull it out on everybody. That is the difference. So, no, it is not our fault. Self-control is a superpower. Look, look I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> but see, y'all didn't tell us that part. Y'all didn't tell us that part. Y'all just said, if you think about Stop us, and to let us know that you care... This is I'm t- this is and I'm look, I'm no, joking. No, but hold on, hold on. Before you go down that rabbit hole any further, y'all got these good morning texts and these little things that y'all do to mask women from how to be a player. Mm. That mm. movie is twenty years old. Let it go. I was a little Listen, all I'm saying is so if okay, so let me ask this. If you with somebody and he never sent you a good morning text or how I hope your day is going well. How would you feel? But we're not talking about with somebody. I'm just asking. Did. I'm just asking the question. Just ask the question. 
I probably wouldn't like that. Yeah, I probably wanna, I would want some communication. Yeah. So 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 the basis of this is, and I I had some conversation. I said I had some conversations with some some of my mm-hmm. uh, female friends yesterday when this post was actually going, and they helped me mm-hmm. understand why this is a big deal. So I get it now. But yeah. I think I think what what a lot of what ladies miss with stuff like this is that. In most, in a lot of instances, most guys don't want to do this. We do this because, a, to Don's point, like she said on the post, it works, and b, because we think you like it. And so, because we think you like it, we're going to do what you think you like because we like you, or because, like I said on the post, it's either we like you, or we want you to like us so we can have sex. It's usually going to be one of those two things. Yeah, and I, I just want to look. Let me throw this out there as a tip to the men. You know how. <laughs> In inboxes, when somebody in your inbox may be like, hello, dear, and you know that's some spam, or somebody right. 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 Like, anytime I can see dear at the end of a message, I know they're faking the fraud. The, the, the mask and the generic good morning has become that. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> a big deal. I, look, matter of fact, the last person I dated exclusively, that's something that he did. Uh-huh. Every morning, he was sent, but he, even when he saw me, if he saw me, we did a lot of morning dates. And when he saw me in the morning, he always said that, so it wasn't like, oh, that's generic. But if somebody mm-hmm. jumps in my inbox and trying to get to know me and they say, hello, beautiful block, I'm thinking they spam. It's just... <laughs> 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 well, I'm sorry. Ebony just said the same thing you did, Kels. The same thing. She said, just yeah, don't take me no good morning, beautiful block. Let me read the oh, comments God. from the post. We have, let's see. One lady says, because a good morning... Well, she's on the other side. She says, because a good morning text lets the other person know that you are thinking of them. It caters mm-hmm. to some people's love language. So she got, mm-hmm. she was on, on the positive side. Uh, we have a male that says, because he genuinely could have been thinking about you, what's your life, who you are, et cetera. The text should tell you he's excited about the thought of you. Uh, then we have Hugh text about <laughs> it's worked before. It does. Uh, and then the poster says, uh-huh. But even when there is like zero context, it's sweet when it's coming from someone who A, is not a stranger, and B, I've developed feelings for, not this case. It's as basic as, yep. how was your day? Good, blah, blah, blah. Nothing much, blah, blah, blah. Good morning, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, again, she's kind of showing how the conversation had been so surface that you think, what? Yep. I don't even know you like that. I don't know your middle name and you're talking about, you thinking of me. What you thinking about? <laughs> and that sounds callous, but in a way, you're like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, no, wait, it was a it was some other good one. Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to look for the ones. Oh, we had one of the men that said, uh, LOL, good luck out here, fellas. Right. I mean, when that comment came, it like brought a whole slew of comments. <laughs> I mean, men was on the yep. they going to say, ugly. Um, <laughs> that part was it's funny. The, it's the they would say, "This is why we single." I mean, <laughs> so, it, so I was just thinking, like when you were laughing, when what I was saying about that rabbit hole is, to me, I felt like we know 
in this day and age that there's some mad things going on. People can play mm-hmm. a lot more with other people's emotions because you have all the texting mm-hmm. and the and the social yeah. media and the messaging and stuff like that. So I can see how people are like, oh, it's not a big deal, but I'm not going to jump on the lady who posted it like, this is not an issue because we know it is an issue. Right. <laughs> it is an issue. It's an issue about it not being genuine. And you'd rather talk to it amongst people that you know instead of yeah. hitting him back with, don't text me beautiful. You know what I mean? I get, oh, yeah. I get, yeah. Here's my, here's here's no about it. Yeah. yeah. I think the backlash for men in general, in general, the, the men, and when I look at the men on this post, is that these are not dudes who are typically out there trying to be reckless. And when you're, you know, and when you're not out there just trying to be reckless, throwing up out, I mean, look at it. You got, look, if you look at the guys on this post, for the most part, (laughs) and in the group that respond to stuff like this, these are good dudes, like who are, for the most part, legitimately trying to get to know somebody. So if you're legitimately trying to get to know somebody and you say something like, good morning, beautiful, and they and and they seem like they're either not interested or they're turned off or they blocked you. You like what the world? Like I was just trying to, you know, use language that I thought was affectionate that she might like, and it becomes frustrating. Just just like you find it, y'all find it frustrating because you feel like there's not you know, like we haven't reached that level of intimacy. We feel like we're trying to get to that, so we're going to use language that you like or do things that you like. Mm-hmm. And now you know it's a problem. Mm. So I think so if it's a if it's a now if I'm again, I get that there are a lot of dudes who run game. Trust me. Is I get that. And there's a lot of dudes out there who would who would say that and who do say stuff like that just to butter y'all up. True. One hundred percent agree. But for the dude who's not, you can't say that you can that you always know the difference between the guy who isn't and the guy who is. And that, that's a very good point. It is. Because um, and that brings me to my next comment on the post from uh, Miss Patrice, one of our very active members, and she, uh, she says it's welcomed when coming from someone I'm feeling. But yeah. that was my next. Allow yourself yeah. all the annoying because you're not feeling the person that's sending. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just. <laughs> You know, because it's some people who can't even talk and spell, but if they if they cute enough or you got a crush on them, you're going to look past that. She will. Somebody, you know, you're going to be like, he can't spell. Don't text me that my block. That's a very good point. Because some of the, some of the things that we ask that we ask questions about is because we want to feel better about our decisions or we think we can change our, change the way we think or justify what we're really feeling. Because I want to say the poster did admit at one point that, uh, you know, maybe that was the issue. Maybe she wasn't really feeling them and should just, you know, go ahead and move on. What y'all think about that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We definitely give we definitely give more chances to people who, we, who we're feeling. Like, if we're feeling somebody and we want it to work really bad or we want to, we'll overlook a whole lot of stuff to that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like true. He, um, I agree yeah. that you will give a person more chances that you're feeling. However, I will say this is something I've been thinking about, even as you all have been talking over the last few minutes about, you know, the the flip of that, because that is what you the point you made when is a very solid point. 
I will say though that we are coming into a um, the thought process of women nowadays is wanting to as much as we can appreciate a your beautiful comments. There's more, we're discovering more of us than our physical beauty and attributes. So, like, it's really, really dope when the man that is saying he's interested in us romantically, meaning I'm focusing on you and you alone. So, we we think, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that we tell ourselves. So, it's, like, super cool when he compliments something other than something everyone can see. If you mention something. Even if we've talked for the last five days and you've had any recollection of our conversation and you're like, you know what? I was thinking about what you said last night, this morning, and I was really thinking that was really dope what you said. Like that says that says something totally different than good morning, beautiful, thinking of you. That lets me know you heard me. You thought about what I said and you thought it was pretty damn dope. Enough yep. to the point you wanted to talk about it again today and tell me that you thought that was cool. So those types of things, I think, is why women are like, okay, enough of the good morning, beautiful. It sounds real generic no. at this point. More yeah, that's, that's, about me. that's exactly, that is exactly really pretty much verbatim. You could just say I'm sorry. good morning. No, I'm just saying, really, you could just say good morning. To me, Yeah. good morning probably wouldn't drop any red flags. Not saying beautiful should. But <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, we know that talking to my, my female friends yesterday verbatim what they said was you know look everybody looks at me as this physical person or this out the outside I want I want to feel like you want to know me something more than you know what you can what you my parents and so I, I get that part yeah. my pushback to that was if I just met you five days ago it is not a whole lot of inter, you know, like I'm not going to know the, the depths of your soul right. in right. five days. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, so granted, there should be some converse, some conversations happening where we you know I'm getting to know that, but still, again, if a man is doing that, doing, you know, asking the questions, having the conversation and he issued five days in with a good, good morning, beautiful. And to me, that doesn't say that wouldn't say he only wants to know my he only wants thinks that I'm cute he don't want to know my if he that would say oh he likes me physically and by his conversation you know that he wants more than that but again I get it I'm not a, I'm not a woman I now after having the conversation I understand yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. and and it, it really boils down it boils down to the sincerity of it. I think when we have these discussions, we focus so much on semantics and what's exactly printed. Right. right. Like, y'all know I do the tell the truth too. Yeah, too. And I've had people tell me sometimes, well, that's not what you said in the question. Well, I'm not supposed to have a 10-page question <laughs> on this meme with background yeah. and references. If I did that, y'all wouldn't even read it. You know what I mean? So nobody's gonna when we're trying to when we're having these conversations, I don't think anybody wants to give a full background when they're trying to because they want to see what your true opinion is. At least me, 
I know yeah. when I post a question about something like that, I want to get an honest opinion. Because it may right. just be selling debate that you had, you know, with friends or just bringing up a good conversation. Conversations like these are good because there might be some men out there that's just using that as a line, not knowing that we're thinking he ain't talking about nothing. Like mm-hmm. I said, I just really don't usually take it too serious unless it's somebody mm-hmm. I'm involved with on a regular. But if it's somebody Let me, that's met, I, I, it doesn't bother me. But I don't take it seriously. Like he thinks I'm the most beautiful person in the world. I'm just like, right. it's just like <laughs> it's just hello. Oh, let me ask you. Let me ask you all this question because I think this is, to me, from from my interpretation of what I hear from both of you and from other people I've talked to, is that mm-hmm. a, a lot of this boils down to a way that you want to be communicated to. Um, you like words, you like, you know, certain affection, all that kind of stuff. You like detail. Like even in this post, they talked about how come men keep writing these short answer responses. And I've been fussed up for that too before. Um, <laughs> so my question is, do you think that sometimes it's the difference in our communication style that's important, that, excuse me, that, that hurts? Because a good morning beautiful to us, you know, is more if if we really like you is more than just those three words whereas you all are looking for us to actually say all that stuff you know i, I enjoyed our conversation last night um it was so stimulating and i'm really glad i, I got an opportunity <laughs> yeah, I to know so. like y'all are, so so is it the difference of our communication style you think that causes some of this that's the root of it i don't think that's the that's the reason that we get to say we'll let it be I think how bad you want it determines how well you get at it. Yes, the root of all of our differences in the man-woman thing is the majority of women prefer the the more wordy expression of love and affection or whatever the case may be. We like the grandeur of that because it says that we're better than the next and all of that. It's just how we are. That's just kind of what we like. And by nature, men are more low-key and say less fewer words. But if you know... The opposite, your the person you want to share your life with and your affection with prefers the other. You learn how to do the other in your own comfortable way. You make the effort. So I think the difference is that you the effort in which you put forth to get to the happiness of the other person. You're not giving any effort, then it's just like you know I don't like all in words and stuff. Like really, bro? But you know I like words a little bit, so you can't say more than I miss you. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. all I give you because yeah. you don't like words, but I do. You know. Okay. <laughs> I want to, you know. I want to expand on that though. Not even the, it's not even the amount of words you send to me. It's just yeah. the team the conversation. Don't say good morning, beautiful. That I don't hear no more from you until tomorrow. Like that's stupid to me. That's yeah, what makes nah, me that's, think that's, you're yeah, not yeah. really paying attention to me. You just sending it to everybody. Yeah, You don't have to be a lot of words, but continue the conversation on so the person can know you genuinely want to, you know, you're genuinely saying yeah. good morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The only thing I would respond to that, Q, is, is I, first, I agree that we should, but I would, I would expand that to say that, that so should women. That as you, if you see that we're used to three word answers and we start giving you six word answers, Honor, honor the attempt. Honor <laughs> Encur- all three words. All encourage, three of them. encourage my attempt. <laughs> like, you know, thank you for the extra three words. 
Okay. I, and I'm just, I'm saying, just like because again, if you, that's just how we tick. If we, we affirmation makes <laughs> us do more. If we see, oh, she again, she likes good morning, beautiful text. We are gonna send good morning, beautiful. Okay, now she wants six word text, six word responses. Cool, I'm gonna give her six word. You know, we'll 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 try. <laughs> we want you, but to expect us to go from three good morning, beautiful to a paragraph. It's just not in our DNA sometimes. So, so I'm just saying that that's all that's all I got to say. We're gonna do better. We're gonna do better. Well, y'all, we are out of time. This is I knew this was gonna be a good one. Yeah. So we're gonna try yeah. for a good one for y'all next year. This is the last hot topic of the year. Uh please remember that hot topic is brought to you by Kirby Kitten Clothing, where self reflection is perfection which is the idea that looking within yourself will open up an overflow of understanding that will lead to your own personal perfection. If you want some Curvy Kittens, you can find it at www.curvykittens.com. Use the coupon code KKNEW, that's capital K, capital K, N-E-W, and you'll get an extra 10% off. So our next new song is... Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, when I just want to throw this out here. You always bring the fire, bring the gossip behind my fire with this hot topic. <laughs> this you do. You do. It's by Marcus Mark. God's got it. God's got it. <laughs> by Marcus Mark. God's got, listen, God's got these text messages. That's what he got. He going to help us. <laughs> he going to have to have them. For, for yeah. Help us. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us send more than good morning, beautiful text, Lord. We need you. We need you right now. We'll pray right <laughs> Help them, Thomas. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What'd you say? Let me play this song. <laughs> yeah, play the song. <laughs> Everything's gonna be alright. Alright, 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 alright. In my darkest hour, God, you are my light. I'm committed for the faith, so I'm feeling the fight. And if the enemy wanna come see me, it'll be on sight. I thank you, God, I praise you, Lord, for all of my days, yo. If I got a problem, if I got an issue, I know it'll be okay. Even in a time of disaster, you are still the master. God's got it, God's got it, God's got it. It's not your problem, you can't let go. God's in control. Do it all, my God, never falter. Nothing, y'all love my praises, anything. 
Um, I'm going to say this last part and then I'm going to move on. But for me, forgiveness used to be when I was younger, forgiveness used to be one of the necessary steps that you had to take so that you could move on um, and everything can go back to comfortability. At almost 35 years old, forgiveness is necessary for my peace so that I can continue to grow into who I'm supposed to be. Because regardless if comfortability happens in that moment, as you move and groove through life, I realize that those things still chill in the background and keep you from moving forward if you don't resolve those things. So forgiveness is often bigger than whatever the situation is because that issue is still a part of what you need to move forward. So um, for me, forgiveness is necessary regardless. And sometimes the other person doesn't even have to know it. That's something I think everyone, you know, not everyone, lots of people get hung up on. They think there has to be a production made of forgiveness, and that's not always necessary. Um, when, what do you think about this topic tonight? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, you becoming, you becoming who, who you want to be. Mm. So I think that that is ultimately the best to me the, the best reason to do it but I also think what it does is it gives us excuse me to go a little further deeper in that is what it does is forgiveness gives us the opportunity to really see our our um our dysfunctions how we handle things how we handle things incorrectly you know it, it gives us a chance to see us as opposed to constantly looking at the other person to be wrong or to fix us or to say what they did. I think forgiveness says, listen, whatever you did, okay, I forgive you. I, I move past it. I don't hold any type of, I don't hold, um, what's the word I want to say? I don't hold a penalty against you for this. So now it gives me the opportunity to say, okay, what did I not do well? Yeah. How can I grow? How have I, how have I not been, a good friend, a good brother, a good sister, a good um, employee, a good husband, a good wife. How, how was I not good? Um, and then it doesn't allow anger and resentment and all that to build up just by saying, listen, I got to forgive. Uh, I got I, I need to forgive. Yeah. Agreed. Kels, what do you think? Grudge master. Um. <laughs> for me because I am the friend that holds grudges. Uh, but it is something that I have identified and I have worked, I honestly say that I have worked on it probably the most the last couple of years. Uh, maybe three, probably as long as I've been as, once I started uh, <clears throat> following my dreams more and, and positioning myself to walk in my purpose, I knew it was something that I had to work on. Now I'm not all the way there. Because <laughs> grudges are my little pets. I, I saw that on that gift, and I know it's from some a clip from a movie, but I just thought that was the funniest thing because I'm like, it is. You yeah. hold on to those grudges and you nourish them, and they comfort you when you feel in some type of way. Um, but I did realize, just being very transparent, that when you think about it, when you hold on to a grudge or you're, you're not able to forgive something, it, it does eat away at you. And anytime you think about it, like, I think about how much time I've spent just replaying the scenario or 
or rehashing whatever, you know, caused the hurt or the pain. And that's how that's that's why people say it has power over you because you do waste a lot of time and energy on being mad because you have to remember why you're mad. You have to replay yeah. and and reassess. So I mean it's definitely needed for growth. Um, but it is an individual journey. Um, we can keep preaching forgiveness is the way, but until that person realizes the um I don't know the 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 problems with not forgiving, then it's I mean it's not gonna mean anything to you. So yeah. I had yeah. to learn it the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. Orlando <clears throat> I have a I have a couple live comments. Orlando says forgiveness doesn't mean being um, foolish or a chump or for bad people. You know, around being being around bad people. And I'm like, I agree. I agree with that. And that's you know, you can you can forgive a person and not allow them to cause you harm again or to do that thing to you again. You can say, okay, mm-hmm. I understand. And I'm moving on. But no, you don't get that close. You don't get the opportunity to do said thing again. Um. Well, I think you had a comment, and I'm going to ask my my next question in, in just a second. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, do we have to, you know, forgiveness is often one of those things that you, initially, and accept it. Do you feel, um, I kind of touched on it in my opening, but do you feel that the other person not necessarily the world or other people, but do you feel that the other person has to accept that forgiveness or even offer that forgiveness for it to go in the vice versa? Or is that something that you can totally internalize and be done with? It? Is that something the universe has to know about? Okay. I was like, what? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. So, so you're, are you saying... Just so I understand the question, you're saying does the other person who hurt you, offended you, have to mm-hmm. have to offer right. forgiveness in order for you to be accept forgiveness? Right. Or if, even no. vice versa, for forgiveness to happen, can you say, you know what? And do you ever have to say to them, you know what? I know that thing happened, and I've forgiven you for that, and we can move on. Or if you've never seen that person again, if in the inside you say I'm good, and we move on. And you're, you know, are you cooling your soul with that? Or do you need that one-on-one closure? Does that make Good more question. sense? Good cleaner? question. So let me, I think, I think for, for the purpose of forgiveness, <clears throat> no. I would say for the purpose of reconciliation, that's necessary. Mm-hmm. But Got for it. the purpose of forgiveness, no. Because I think what forgiveness, I, I believe what forgiveness is, is it is you dealing with, your heart, it's you dealing with your mindset, it's you understanding or giving people grace, you know, that the you know, the grace that they need. Again, just like we're developing into better, hopefully into better people that they are. Right. So you're giving them that. Um so I think that's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is no, so you don't necessarily need to say it or for them to say it. I think, you know, if you felt if you feel if that's something you can do, then yeah, I mean, cool, but no. Mm-hmm. No. Reconciliation versus forgiveness. Good, 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 good. I like that differentiation. Kels, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I was going to say no because I'm like, the people that I've held the biggest grudges against, when I let it go, I'm, 
didn't tell them. I just started being cool with them again. I don't even know if they realized it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I never came back to I've been holding this group for 20 years. I just let it go one day. And, you know, that was it. So, I don't I don't think it's necessary um, to to have a confrontation with you, especially if it's something cold. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. And I think, you know, I, what's interesting is I don't, I think the older it is, sometimes, sometimes the more difficult it is to let go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. It, I think a lot of that has to, you know, there's several factors that could ask that, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's good that you were able, that you did that. <laughs> yeah. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Twenty years is a long time. But I think you know, I think one of the difficult parts is that sometimes we don't know that we're that we haven't forgiven somebody. Like so, you know, because it's easy, like, oh I forgive you, I forgive in my heart I forgive you until you see him. And then yeah. when you see him on the inside, you're like, you know what, I wanna I gotta mm-hmm. I wanna lay hands, I wanna I won't, you know, and I ain't talking about with the whole, with no oil either. Like, I want to slap the piss out of you. I, you know what I mean? Like, all of those thoughts come up, all the things that happen to you still come. Then it's like, man, I thought I was beyond this. I thought I was past this. I thought I had forgiven this. Person. And that doesn't always necessarily happen. So, so I do think, I do believe that, you know, KLC, your point, I think that was you that said, it, that it is an individual work that you have to be honest and assess, you know, consistently assessing your heart. Because just because you forget something don't mean you forgive it. Or just because right. you don't, you know, that person that sometimes that person's just not in your presence or they haven't pushed that button. So you haven't gotten an opportunity to really find out just if you really forgive that person or if you just forgot or you, you know, distracted yourself from whatever that issue is and, and it's still there. Yeah. I've had situations like that where I have thought I, you know, a thing had gone on and the you have enough time for you to move on. You mull it over. You're the bigger person. They're a bigger person. Everyone's grown. And you start having those interactions and you're thinking, you know what? I am not ready to be having this chummy conversation that we're low-key trying to have right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there needs to be a conversation. <laughs> but then, how do you have that conversation when the mood is already all chummy or the appearance of chummy? You know what I'm saying? So then that puts another funk in the space, especially if the other person feels as though all is well in the world. If, you know, and sometimes it doesn't even matter if they knew or not that there was an issue. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're just mere, we're, we're, we're back in this space and we're talking. So of course we should be all cool because it's been forever since we talked. Whatever happened back then, that's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there was never a conversation. You're thinking, girl, you still mad about that? You know what I mean, girl? That's been over with. But it was a bigger deal. So you you have to be able to chill and, and not necessarily chill. That was the wrong word. But you have to be able to step back and assess that so it doesn't become a blow up over something that could be handled if there's a better communication. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the people, you don't know. You know, you really, you just, sometimes you don't know. And that, you run, you think life is the reason why you haven't talked to someone, but you have become the person the other one wants to slap the piss out of, like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it's a problem yeah. and you don't even know that, you know? Uh, so, and yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up because as, I'm like, as much as I hold grudges, like, there's been so many, 
I've told y'all about a couple of, I mean, long, like, yeah. since we were in diapers, friendship, mm-hmm. that I thought this, like you said, life was out of the way that we just paid the black and then found out years mm-hmm. later that, you know, there was mm-hmm. an issue that I never even knew about. So, you know, hopefully they, you know, forgiven me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Hopefully they yeah. found their peace. <laughs> And that's you know what? <laughs> so Kel, let me ask you let me ask this question, Kel. And and for both of you. Would you if you found out if you found out years later, you know, like you said, twenty years later that whatever time frame, that you were the person that does that did something or that, that person was upset, would that then make you that they were upset at, excuse me, would you then uh. proactively go to them and and like, hey, my my bad. I didn't I didn't know that I offended you. I didn't know that that was something, you know. I didn't know that that's why our relationship ended. No. <laughs> I would, but you know, I've been on this whole journey to, you know, I've been on this whole mission to bust through my stuff. And those mm-hmm. would have been one of those. That that is something that the former me would not have done. I would not have wanted to go and see. I would not have wanted to seek out that lost ship and figure out what was wrong. And if I were to find out <clears throat> that someone that I once was close with stopped hanging with me because of that, I would want to know that. Yes, we're going. I want. I would be the one that would probably be like, "Hey, let's have some coffee. Let's chat," because I want to make that right. Even if we don't have to be friends anymore, like I get that whatever I may or may not have done could have been the reason why we won't be friends anymore. I want to make that right and be able to leave that clean so that you and I can both move on and that's just be what that is. Like that, yeah. And if there is anyone out there. <laughs> I'll let you girl, because, you know, I want to make that thing right. That, that's just one of those. I mean, I just, if it's, a, if it's something that I honestly did not know, like, in my situation, when I found out what happened, it was something that was so silly. Like, they were mad because they thought I was mad. Like, something like that. No, I'm not even wasting my time reconciling that. Yeah. I let it go. Yeah. Initially, I was like, well, if you mad at me, I'm, I'm bigger mad. I'm more mad. Situation that I know that you're talking about. That's yeah. I'm not referring. To, I understand. I could I could somewhat understand that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. you didn't have enough. You didn't have enough friendship or enough courage or enough love for our friendship to even be mad. Like part yeah. of you know it's a thin line between love and hate. So if something bothers you with a close friend, it's gonna eventually boil over. You know what I mean? Right. You're not gonna even be able to hold that in. So if you able to hold, if you not even be not be, even be able to be mad enough to confront that person after 20 years, I'm not going back for that. Yeah. 20 years is long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long time, especially for someone. Probably walking past you. I don't know who you are really in 20 years. I, 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 I think. Yeah. See, I think for me. Yeah. 
I would depend again, depending on what like I would probably do that. I think where I I have in the past gotten in trouble is when I go to a when I go to apologize and feel like or I can recognize that like you're not willing you're not willing to own anything. And so mm-hmm. then at that point it moves into that space queue where it's not about them. Like it's not about them. I've you know, I've you've made me aware of something that I have done and I will mm-hmm. apologize. I'm gonna forgive for that. And then I get mad because like now if we're trying to talk about how to resolve it and it comes back <clears> to <throat> this is all my fault and we and and there's never any type of discussion about then it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to leave this at the forgiveness place and we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not, we can't reconcile this. This is not going to be reconciled. This is going to, or maybe it's not time. This is just for, you know, it's just for me to forgive. It's for me to walk up, you know, for, to let it be what it is. So that way I carry, <clears throat> we don't carry any type of negative feelings. We don't, you know, any type of negative emotions. Um, mm-hmm. And, and sometimes yeah. I think as I'm getting older, I'm learning that sometimes you just gotta let it be. And some relationships mm-hmm. are never gonna be reconciled, and some will. And I just have to be okay with that. That is a perfect point. And I have a and I, and I have a comment that I'll say after I, I comment on what you just said. Um, I realized, especially this past year, especially this past year with this particular subject, I recognize that forgiveness is necessary for my growth. It does not necessarily mean the other person is growing too. So mm-hmm. when I have that conversation, I don't go into it with an expectation that this is going to be a healed conversation. That's my hope, but that's not always my expectation. So mm-hmm. I have to be bold enough <laughs> to recognize that we're not going to beat up you in this situation. I can own my shit <laughs> without you beating it out of me over yeah. and over again about something that happened back then and now we're trying to come to grips with. So, yes, yeah. that is a very good point and I think that's one that we needed to make out loud because people can get caught up in the self-deprecation of, oh, I know I did this thing to you and I'm so sorry and, you know, I'm going to be forever right. in your debt. That's not what no. forgiveness is. You know, that, no. that is not, that's not what my, you know, I'm not giving it, no. nor do I respect that type of expect that type of forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I have one comment before I'm a because I know you guys both probably have something to say now, and you both have comments also. Um, but Will says, <clears throat> in my opinion, it's harder to forgive someone than it is to love someone. I remember I had a fight with my father outside in the snow in '04. I apologized several times, but I knew deep down he felt some type of way. In general, he felt some type of way. In general conversation, two days before he died, he told me he forgave me and I forgave him. I would encourage anyone out there to forgive if you can live, if you can. Living is a little easier that way. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that's, that's, thank you for sharing that, Will. Real talk. Thank you for sharing that because that is huge because you really never know when, you know, if you have that time to close that gap. So that is, that's some real talk right there. Yeah. I I would say, though, I go to to Will's point that sometimes that in love, sometimes that's how you test love when it's time to forget. Like it's tested when it's time to see if we're gonna forgive. Yeah. But I I, I definitely understand that and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember <laughs> um, this 
something like that. And if I, any of my family is watching, they go kill me. But I remember this. It's probably been it's been at least a year, maybe two years now. But it's like we had a family blowout over something. And y'all know my family is close, and so many of us that it just something little can just turn into World War Three, and. Yeah. It's basically a couple of my sisters, and it was like you know, it was just split. And I, I mean, it took my mom to be like, "I'm not coming to no more. We not having no Christmas, no Thanksgiving, no Fourth of July, and no more. I'm not coming to no more family gatherings mm-hmm. until the air is cleared." Yeah, and yeah. And I mean yeah. that it's a couple of times and it, 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 it's taken that and it's just so it is so weird because I'm always I guess um, I've always been the middle of the family because I'm the you know I'm so far younger than my siblings and then I'm the uh, less I'm closest to my nieces and nephews so when mm. something like that happens like I always feel like I have to be the the go between <laughs> you know and it really does show a level of. It really does test your love because you know you love, you know, especially your family members. You know it's love there, but it's a little petty stuff to tell your family members apart too. So. Mm-hmm. They're always easy to get, you know, because you let them in the most and the easiest. You know, most often your family knows all of your stuff. You know, and you've been the most vulnerable with them. So when they have, if if they, if I feel like my mom or my brother or someone that's really, really close, my dad, you know, those people that have been in your core, you know what I mean? As you come into mm-hmm. life, the, the simplest things can knock you off your square with them because they hurt different because you feel like there's a different level of care they should take with you. So when those petty types of arguments happen, we often dig deeper than we should because the pain comes from a different place than it should. That's how those families, in my situations and those that I've you know seen, is because everyone is so hurt because there is so much love. We just hurt more. That's when yep. that's when mom has to say, "Stop it! I ain't coming to nothing until y'all kids get it together." You know right. what I mean? We show me right. mama cornbread. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we really need that back into Sunday dinner type thing. So mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. point to get together. But it's it's family stuff is deep. Family stuff hurts. Yes. It is. Whole other place. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we we've had some of those. Look, we've yeah. had some of those. <laughs> love your people. Everybody yeah. has. I, yeah, like y'all lie to each other. Y'all ain't had a blow up at some point. Y'all don't. Yeah. Y'all ain't really yeah. love. <laughs> right. Yeah. Knock down, drag out. Like it's, it gets yeah, bad. Yeah. You ain't wanted to strangle them. It ain't real. Like for real. Man. <laughs> and any type of know it's real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, time is over already. Goodness gracious. Uh, it is. On the dot, too. On the dot. Come through, time. <laughs> All right, so as you all know, this wonderful segment has been brought to you by Elegance by Design. We appreciate you all for hanging out with us and enjoying and participating in this conversation. We got some good comments, some good back and forth, so we appreciate you as always. We are going to actually button up this topic for the new year, um, for the ending of this year, to bring us into the new year with forgiveness after this next song with Cicely Victoria. She's got an acronym for us. 
Uh, so we know, go and get your pens and paper ready. I got my open spreadsheet up so that I can take notes and copy and paste for y'all, but she's got the F-O-R-T, like, it's acronym. So we're going to talk about forgiveness with Cicely Victoria after this next song, um, which is My God by Larry Moore. Also, new music. Come on through.
that was My Guy by Larry Moore. But I like that. We will hear that one again. But y'all come on back into the room because we are going to button up this year's show with that good fire that we need. This is actually kind of bittersweet because I'm going to have to hear some replays between now and January because I'm going to need some more fire starter in my life between now and the new year. <laughs> so while I'm excited for this big list that I know you're getting ready to drop upon us on this wonderful Tuesday evening, I'm a little upset because this is my last fire starter session for the year. <laughs> hey, boo, how you doing? What you going to bring us for forgiveness? Put him, put him, put him. My God. I'm ready for this chance and talk today, y'all. Y'all going to have to set out. Y'all going to get some kids in your face, but y'all just don't be standing up, okay? It's just too much. Okay. Listen, it was too much for me to prepare, okay? <laughs> so if the teacher gets, you know, uh, goes to deliverance, you know you're going to go through something. All right, this is your girl, Sister Victoria, owner and founder of Fashion International, by business streets to help train and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people pleasing and be empowered and encourage confidence and communication. I am a certified professional coach. I'm a counselor as well, you guys. I am the queen of empowerment, and I set people's lives on fire for a living, and that's why they call me the fire starter. Welcome to Passion Talk, where we give you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. And today, the final show of the 20 and the 18, my God. I'm a, I'm a little wound up myself, Q. I am. That's why I love to hire y'all, squad. Q and Q, Kelly Cares, Win and Win. I love you. Shout out to you. Don't I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. Listen, forgiveness or being able to practice the principle of forgiveness, I'm convinced, is one of the most challenging yet equally powerful tools that we have in our possession because, after all, whether practicing forgiveness or unforgiveness, all hinges on a willful choice. Mm. I'll say that again. Whether practicing forgiveness or unforgiveness, all hinges on a willful choice, a willful one. Not only do I see it as a choice but also as a skill that comes through maturation of learning, how to provide proper perspective during experience processing. And the thing about a skill is that it has to be taught first before it can ever be perfected. So I want to provide some strategies to consider how to fortify your forgiveness process for indeed, depending on the offense, it will definitely be a process, as we know. So, if you want to learn how to forgive or choose to forgive, you must remember the following things. And yes, the acronym is in the building, as mm-hmm. you have already prepped you on. So, let's go. <laughs> S is for focus on the present, live in the now. Huh? F is focus on the present and live in the now. Listen, you guys, the present is all you have control over. You cannot change the past, and you cannot foreordain the future. But you can choose to live your life in the present and live your life in the now, and that's only. Let me tell you what that helps with. What this helps with is detoxing and decluttering. You want to be free walking into your 2019? Mm. <laughs> you got to mm. detox and you got to declutter 
from anything and everything that does not pertain to now. I'll say it again. You got to detox and declutter from anything and everything that does not pertain to now which means you will automatically be brought into a greater realm of focus because you're not carrying around outdated, stale, and dead weight that no longer serves you. Okay? Somebody mm-hmm. say focus. You got to focus. <laughs> okay, come on. So the O is for own your part to play in the matter, if any. When touched upon an earlier day. On your part to play in the matter. Yes, you do have a part to play. Listen, many people are guilty of selective amnesia, where they were holding on against someone that they themselves had a part to play in the matter. In other words, they weren't totally victimized nor abused, but was willfully involved in that which they currently are holding on against. Now, Owning your part in it helps to absolve you totally deflecting and projecting onto someone else. (laughs) And it allows you a greater level of compassion. Come on here. Could we all use a little bit more? (laughs) A greater level of compassion towards what landed you in unforgiveness in the first place. Again, giving you a wider and a broader perspective about the whole thing. Yes, own your part to play in the matter. Now, remember, the caveat is that you're not being abused. Abuse is a total different story. But sometimes we, you know, have parts to play in matters in which we opt in and we forgot that we opt in at the time, okay? So forgive. We're on our R. R is for resolve the past and release the prisoner. Come on here. <laughs> resolve the past and release the prisoner. And you know this part, the prisoner is you. <laughs> Come on. Resolve. There are very few words I believe more powerful than even forgiveness. But one of them is my favorite terms of late, which is resolve. Resolve. To resolve means to come to a definite and earnest decision about or to determine to do something. Mm-hmm. Resolve means to come to a definite and earnest decision. It's not for the faint of heart, honey. No. It's an earnest decision about or to determine to do something. Listen, want to uh, share a quick transparent story with you. There was a point in time in my life, young adults, uh, specifically young adulthood, uh, maybe teen and young adulthood, where I hated my mother, literally. I literally hated that woman. I had written her off um, for for reasons I will not share on this broadcast, but just know that I hated her and she was dead to me. So listen, then there came a point in time where I had to make a decision. Was I literally going to write her off and excommunicate and exonerate her from my existence and my memory and and everything that um, indicated to me that she was still my mama? (laughs) Something. I don't know what. Something um, at the time, we're going to say it was God. I believe it was definitely God. It had to be that that convicted me to, um, to an extent 
where I had to make a resolve, a definite and earnest decision at that moment in time that no matter how much hell I believe this woman has taken me through, and in this instance it was abuse, so it was me being taken through it. <laughs> and so how much, no matter how much hell it was, I was being taken through, I had to make a determination that I would never give up on my mother. Mm. I had to decide in that moment before I forgot this woman ever existed. And if you know the darkest place of Sicily, do know that that is possible. I had to decide that I would never give up on that woman. And from that, hear me clearly, you guys, that gave me the grace in order to enlarge my capacity to, to deal and to confront the, the dark place of my heart, the blackness of the black hole that I had built up over the years in unforgiveness, it gave me the grace to deal. And that's what some of you need, the grace to deal, but you first have to come to a resolve and to decide that you're not going to throw it away. And that's where you're coming up short because you haven't made the decision first because you're waiting on somebody else to. Hmm. I'm going to move on. I need to pull up out of there. Okay, G is for for get over yourself. G is for get over yourself. To grant relief for another and to get into gratitude. G is get over yourself, grant relief for another, and get into gratitude. Listen. I must say, oh, and the, and the end of that story goes, before I continue, m- me and my mom is A-OK on today, okay? I never gave up on it, and me and my baby is good. I learned to love her again. Hello. I learned to love her again. So, listen, I must say it like that. Get over yourself, grant relief for another, and get into gratitude. I must say it like that because to, uh, to hold back forgiveness, hear me clearly, To hold back forgiveness from someone it rightfully belongs to must be one of the highest forms of pride, in my opinion. And I say that because to do that is to suggest that forgiveness is a human idea. And forgiveness is not a human idea. Mm -hmm. We all know the proverb. What is to be human? To err. <laughs> to make mistake. To err is human, but to forgive is what? Divine. Divine yeah. is of the God class. Divine is of the heavenly. Divine goes beyond a human experience. So meaning, if we did not create forgiveness, who are we to determine who it belongs to or not? Just ask for just as forgiveness was for you when you needed it, so it is for another at their point of need. I'm just gonna sit there right there. The I is for identify what the real issue is. Maybe it's not as it seems. Identify what the real issue is. Maybe it's not as it seems. Listen. What I mean when I say that is that sometimes it's not always about the incident or the occurrence all of the time where the unforgiveness is held. But sometimes it has to do with your conflict management style not being handled well. Come on, I need you to lock in. Go with me. All of us have different forms of conflict management styles. I encourage you to discover yours. 
you can Google conflict management styles assessment, and you can discover what your conflict management style is. It will set you free. Listen, so once you determine what your conflict management style is, then that's going to give you a greater awareness, which will give you empowerment, not only for yourself, but also to be able to communicate to another, hey, this is what happens with me when it comes to conflict. I'll give an example. With Cecily, okay, because I know myself well, many times, one, I'm I'm not a person who holds grudges. I will be, I, I have short bursts of passion, okay? Okay, please hear me clear. <laughs> I have short bursts of passion in a moment, and I'm very focused in that moment. But I promise you in 24 hours, um, more than likely I'll be over it. Okay, but you will feel my wrath in a moment. Okay, but so the thing is, it's not necessarily about the behavior for me. It's about when someone doesn't willfully acknowledge that mm. it was done. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is my conflict management style. I can really get over a a whole bunch of behavior, but for a person to simply um, ignore and try to uh, act as if it never occurred, man, that just does something to me, y'all. I don't know (laughs) what it is. Like, you will not act like this when you will acknowledge, you will mess up about it. You're going to do it. (laughs) And that's it. And that's it. To me, that's enough apology for me. I'm a big justice person, y'all, and that's just how I get out. So the closest of those to me know that about me. But you need to learn what yours is so you can identify what the real issue is. And a lot of times it's not even the problem that it started with, okay? V is for vindicate yourself and refuse vengeance. Vindicate yourself and refuse vengeance. Q touched on this earlier. And she asked a great question. Is it necessary that the apology be given probably from the offending party? One of my favorite quotes is, forgiveness means accepting the apology you never received. Mm. One of my favorite quotes. Listen, let me help you with something. And where many of you get paralyzed in your forgiveness process is that you don't realize that the victim's experience is something that's not the same as the perpetrator's quote-unquote experience with something. I'll say that again. The quote-unquote victim's experience with something is not the same as the quote-unquote perpetrator's experience with something. So you're trying to get apples out of oranges, baby. You try to squeeze uh, lemon juice out of an oil can. I don't know. I'll be coming up crazy stuff. But in other words, you want them to see it as you see it, as they literally just may not. Yeah. And you need to need to understand that everybody doesn't see it as you see it. Mm-hmm. Because after all, you were the recipient and they were the sender. Okay? It doesn't mean it didn't happen. doesn't mean it wasn't true. But you need to um, assume the position of giving yourself the own apology that you deserve. Because, yes, you do deserve the apology. You just may need to give it to yourself. And mm. finally, every day... I need you to practice to not hold yourself or others in contempt or condemnation. Every day, I need you to practice to not hold yourself or others in contempt or condemnation. Listen, contempt or condemnation is like judgment. It takes a lot of courage to not take on the identity of an accuser. But let me promise you that if you willfully choose to hold unforgiveness or contempt against yourself or others, you will by no means, you heard it here first, 
you will by no means be any healthier in 2019 than you were in 2018. And as a matter of fact, you're going to be worse because now you've received more more than enough strategies, counsel, tools. Sorry, you shouldn't have listened to the show now. Now you're accountable. You've received enough stuff to make better choices and decisions and still to not to decide not to is a very dangerous road to travel and tread because you will need mercy one day. And if you don't give it, don't expect to receive it. Hear me clear. No one, no one, I repeat, no one is beyond your forgiveness. And I'm okay. done. There's room at the cross. For you. Come on, sing the song, man. I'm the king of our Yes. Come on. Come on. Yes. I know it's like a kill bill scene over there. Blood everywhere. That's all right. Blood can be cleaned up. We're going to be right, okay? We're going to be right going into the 20 and the 19. But yeah. you got to give that forgiveness walk together. Do you hear me? Hold no more grudges. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Don't take it no more. <laughs> I love y'all. Any questions, comments, or concerns on the chat or from y'all? Q, let me know. No, we good. Cause I'm gonna be good. Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna be winning on this last show. I'm gonna be winning with Winifred. Okay, since is winning with Winifred on this last show. No comments. No comments. We good. Okay. With that being said, you know Firesider loves you, and I am cheering you on all the way. This is your girl. Cicely Victoria, owner of Passion International, you've just been a part of Passion Talk. We've just given you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power for all your coaching needs. Please contact me at firestarterpassion at gmail.com. But do know it's your next time. Stay in purpose, stay in power, stay in passion, and stay on fire. Merry Christmas, happy New Year, happy Hanukkah, happy Krishna, um, all of them. Wow. I love y'all. Wow. I'm out of here. Bye. 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 Oh my goodness. I love her. <laughs> Thank you. You can't say Kwanzaa. Come on now. That, that's Come the on. one that I couldn't think of when keep uh keep hope alive. Black power. Black is beautiful. Okay, I'm melanin. It. Okay, I'm out. I know, you, I know you better than that. She's supposed to remember Kwanzaa. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> All right, we got five. We got five minutes left. Let's close on out. Kels, you are up. Um, great show tonight as always. I hope everyone has beautiful holidays and mm. is faithful in the new year. Let's see, we will have a pop up at I we're having a Taxi Kwanzaa pop up shop. On December 29th at Ice Event Center. So if you're in Oklahoma City or will be in the area, please stop by and see us. There will be a live demonstration. And uh, they're going to explain to us what Kwanzaa is and how you can do it at home. So that should be pretty neat. Come see some local um, business owners come out and support. I think that's all I have. Uh, be safe. 
uh, be productive while I'm not here to remind you guys to do that. Right. But I also need <laughs> some rest. Like we know mm-hmm. once we get to the end of the year, y'all know I used to be on my on my whole month hiatus, and I use all my vacation time this year. So mm. I'm only gonna get two weeks, the normal vacation, but uh, it's coming it. up. I had about one more <laughs> week in August. But yeah, y'all get the get the relaxation in. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yes. So I do not have. I'm. I'm not decided if I'm going to be at the pop ups or not. I think I'm done with pop ups for this year. I think I'm good on that until January. But I wanted to remind everyone um, to go out and support Kels because that will be fun if she is there. There's. I know quite a few of the business women that will be there, or the business owners actually. This isn't just women that will be at um, ICE. So. I think I might bring bring my children through there, <laughs> actually. Um, but I wanted to remind everyone about the speaking event that is coming up January 2019. I posted the Eventbrite link so that you can get your tickets. It's um, at Rose State College from 9 to 12, and our keynote speaker will be Kendall Turner. This is our Women's Empowerment Conference. So come on out, hang out with us, and have a good afternoon. All right. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that goodness. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. Um, what I got? <laughs> um, sorry, Kill, I'm laughing at you. <laughs> oh, wow. Tomorrow, the word of Wednesday, tomorrow is actually the last word on Wednesday for the year, so make sure you tune in uh, to that. Pastor Burns is going to be on starting at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, so you don't want to miss that. Also, uh, we are in the middle of um, our winter wrap-up. Um, Global Drive Network's winter wrap-up, so be sure to tune in starting at 6 o'clock on the Global Drive page today. Uh, Maggie talked to us about uh, dealing with uh, stress and strain and anxiety through the holiday season, um, so she talked about that and dealing with change and um, and things like that, so it was a good day. Tomorrow, um, I think tomorrow is Stacy. Yeah, so we've got another great Great people up Thursday, uh, tomorrow, Thursday, and then I'm Friday. So, yeah, tune in every day this week uh, at 6 o'clock on the Global Drive Network Facebook page for our winter wrap-up as well. Um, by the way, if you're listening right now, this is me singing. I'm the king of R&B. Uh, anyway, um, Exposure, if you not, have not downloaded, uh, looked to, went to Nouveau Exposure and saw uh, some of the new articles, definitely check that out. It's NouveauExposure.org. And as always, just like tonight, we play three new songs. So if you are an artist, um, an independent artist of any of your music, and we will play it on our platform. Also, if you send us uh, the image and the information to how others can download, we want to share that too. So send that to us, and we will definitely um, support your project and support you here on Global Drive Network. Last but definitely not least, once again, you have not gone to the website and registered or uh, saved your spot for the Level Up Conference, you will miss out. There will only be 300 so don't miss it. As always, now this has been a phenomenal year. This is, again, our last live show for the year. We'll be back next year. And uh, next year, our first show is on keys to relationship longevity. So we're gonna, that's going to be our first show of 2018. Uh, with Daryl O'Neill, so we got a good lineup of shows coming up for 2018, 2019. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm tired. No, 
Today I'm tired. I got a research paper to finish right. But anyway, I have a good night. Um, and again, go to the Level Up Conference, www.levelupchicago.com. Save your seat, details. I appreciate you always for everything in 2018. Cicely, uh, Tasha, Legala, Maggie, Sharonda, uh, Liv, Carla, everybody, the whole Global Drive team. I love you. I appreciate you. If I didn't say your name, it wasn't because I don't appreciate you. Shibby. Y'all have a good With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.